Sawete, and happy Halloween. I'm your host, Stella, and this is another Batgirl to Oracle commentary special. Monster Mash! 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 Mon
Bad Girl to Oracle is brought to you by MileHighComics.com, your new and collectible comic book store. Mile High Comics has an inventory of over 5 million comics from the gold, silver, bronze, and modern age, and over 100,000 trade paperbacks. If you're not into the vintage sock, Mile High Comics also has a subscription service called the New Issue Comics Express, offering a discounted price for comics ready to hit the shelves. Examples of the prices you may encounter are January's Batgirl number 5 and Birds of Prey number 5, both for $2.69. So, if you're looking for vintage back issues or a great modern subscription service, be sure to check out milehighcomics.com. Well, I searched high and low, but no one could be found to do this commentary with me. I don't know if they were just really frightened, you know, because Halloween is on its way, but I was able to pick up Someone just off the street who expressed interest, and his name is Chris Kaiser. Chris Kaiser, tell us about yourself. Welcome welcome to Batgirl to Oracle, I guess I should say, first of all. That was rude of me. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, I guess I should consider myself fortunate that you found me panhandling along the street, um, desperately looking for a commentary to do online. Um, and uh, so here I am. And, um, and yeah, ready to get this started. Okay. Uh, now, you write for a particular site. I, I do think you should throw that out there at least. I probably should, uh, yeah, give a shameless plug. <laughs> I am a uh, reviewer for ComicsBulletin.com, uh, reviewing uh, weekly comic releases and also serving as interviews editor. What type of uh, comics are you reviewing currently? Uh, well, uh, this week uh, I am working on a review of Wolverine and the X-Men, number one, um, as well as the new Ultimate series, uh, issue three of that. Um, recently have finished up reviewing a bunch of the new uh, DC number ones, uh, I, along with a grueling uh, summer in which I wrote a review of every Flashpoint tie-in issue. Wow. Yeah. Um, who? Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. that you is don't, a, that's daunting, to be sure. You don't come out of uh, an experience like that unchanged, I can say. <laughs> for- very good, very good. Um, so, so we're going to be reviewing uh, the Batman versus Dracula, the direct-to-video movie. And what is your experience, Chris, with the Batman TV series that started um, in the 2000s and then with this movie specifically? Yeah, well, I have to admit, um, I don't have a lot of experience with the Batman. Um, When it comes to uh, animated Batman, uh, I guess I'm a little bit of a snob. Um, It's uh, it's kind of hard for uh, something to measure up, um, in my mind, to Batman the Animated Series. Uh, And so this show started up um, not not too long after they... um, after they stopped uh, production on that series, I don't remember exactly uh, what what the timeline was, but I remember the show came out, and you know I saw some some clips of it. And I thought this looks this looks like a major step backwards. It looks like a kids show. Um, you know why, why is why is Warner Brothers releasing this this so soon after uh, really one of the great. Uh, animated great television shows period in in um, the the Deanie and, and Tim uh, animated series um, but um, uh, I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance here um, I've seen bits and pieces 
of uh, of this movie. Um, I can't say that it uh, what I saw won me over, but um, but anyway, we'll see. Yeah, so this is, I think, a good matchup here because you're kind of on the negative side coming into this, and I am more on the positive side, so at least we're going to have some good discussion instead of constantly agreeing with one another. Um, So, yeah, the Batman animated series, I don't think anyone can really, you know, hold a candle up to that. And that ended in 95, I believe, and then this one started, this new The Batman started in 2004 and I like you when I first started watching this I'm like oh I don't know about this especially some of these weird character designs especially the Riddler who looks like some weird gothic kind of type of person um but recently I actually started getting getting the seasons again because I started really seriously watching it when Batgirl came in to the to the picture and then so season three four and then five which is great because they were bringing in different justice league members and i really love this show and even starting from the beginning now i'm like oh wow this is really fun it reminds me of the dc new 52 because if you read these new 52 comics while thinking about the old comics it's it's not going to work but if you kind of separate your mind and, and put everything aside and just view it as its own little thing in a vacuum, then I think it's, you know, it works well. Uh, I have actually seen this movie before, probably really close to when it came out, and uh, I thought it was fun. I mean, originally when I heard about this, I thought, well, this kind of sounds corny, the Batman versus Dracula, but I actually thought it was pretty enjoyable, and uh, I'll be interested to, to hear what you have to say at the end of it. Yeah, well, again, like I said, I'm willing to give it a shot. Um, the recent um, Grant Morrison Batman comics oh have, have shown to me that um, there's really no version of Batman that, uh, that can't be fun and interesting. He, he, in his comics, called back to a lot of the really bizarre stories in the 50s. And it kind of made me rethink, well, not, not everything has to be like the animated series or like the Nolan movies uh, to be enjoyable. Um, and I've actually really enjoyed the um, Brave and the Bold series that's out now. So uh, maybe with, with fresh new eyes, um, uh, I will be able to uh, finally enjoy this, uh, this series, The Batman. Uh, yeah, I hope so. And, and, you know, even if you don't, that's, that, that is okay. Uh, but just to give a little breakdown on the movie, uh, just some info for people who don't realize, this actually was released uh, on DVD in October, October 18th, 2005, which is kind of funny because this past October 18th was a really big Batman day. What kind of things came out on October 18th, 2011, Chris? Oh my gosh. It, it, was, <laughs> it was the most significant uh, day in, in uh, Batman um, lore in, in quite some time. Per- perhaps it will be eclipsed by July 20th, uh, 2012. Uh, when The Dark Knight Rises comes out. Right, but right. not only did we have the DVD Blu-ray release of Batman Year One, which was excellent, uh, but we had the Batman Arkham City video game, which um, so far I'm loving as well. Yes, very nice. So this DVD, this the Batman vs. Dracula, was actually released in the midst of Batman's third season. Um, and so it would have been awesome to have Batgirl, but of course they start these movies way earlier, so they probably started it in between seasons one and two. But that's, it's kind of interesting. But you know, if you think this is random, it's really not, because Batman is no stranger to vampires. You know, one of Batman's earliest villains was actually a vampire known as the Monk. 
debuting in 1939, which was even a little earlier than the Joker appearing. And then Batman fights actually against a vampire named Gustav Decobra in Detective Comics number 455, which came out in January of 1976. And then also the Elseworlds comic, Batman and Dracula Red Rain, which I have read. Have you read that Elseworlds comic? I've not read that one. Okay. It's pretty it's, – it's dark. It's interesting. It's been a while since I've read it, so I don't think I can give any more adjectives other than dark and interesting. But um, – so, I mean, it's not – you know, it's not too random. But this was actually a, a darker movie when you really compare it to the overall lighthearted nature of the TV series. So it will be interesting to watch it again now that I've watched seasons one through three. But, you know, without any further ado, we are, well, I am anyways, on the the golden WB symbol, kind of ready to cue it up. So hopefully you guys are all set with your remote in hand. Maybe you're wearing a Snuggie. Maybe you have a Batgirl plush doll with you and you're clutching it tightly because you are frightened for your lives. Maybe you have some candy corn with you. <laughs> Okay, I actually so, have a, a stuffed head from the Batman animated series. It's Batman's head in a pillow. So. Why? What? <laughs> it's it's Batman's head in a in pillow form, and it's from the Batman. Okay, okay. <laughs> because when you started it off, I have a stuffed head. A it stuffed. Was... Yeah. yeah, that probably wasn't the best description. It's a pillow in the shape <laughs> of Batman's head. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah. So hopefully you're there with the uh, with the golden WB. And so I'll count down from five, and then you'll be with us. Hopefully you enjoy it. Happy Halloween. Five, four, three, two, one. Showtime. I feel like I have to comment on this already. Uh, if you've seen, I know Chris, you've seen a lot, if not all, of the recent uh, direct-to-video animated movies that um, DC has come out with, and usually it actually starts with some, like the part of the movie first, and then goes into the title screen. So this really kind of takes it back to the beginning. They're starting it off with the the titles and everything, and then they'll dive into the movie. Yeah. We have nice gothic music going on. One thing about those uh, DC direct-to-video movies, uh, so many of them, when they flash the logo up on the screen, they actually have the little TM trademark next to it. Oh, right. Uh, I can appreciate that this movie didn't do that. I recently attempted to watch Interview with a Vampire, but I had to stop. I just couldn't take it. And uh, this this music actually flashes me back to that. So did any of these people have any involvement at all with Batman the Animated Series? Um, not really, you know, I always look, well, Sam Liu, well, not with Batman the Animated Series, but he's a big uh, director of all those, like, he was part of the, I guess, a co-director on Batman Year One, 
But not with Batman huh. the Animated Series, no. But then, like, Tara Strong is actually the voice of Vicki Vale. And so she has a connection, at least, with um, Batman the Animated Series being the voice of Barbara Gordon. And I got, oh, you know, yes. got to meet her in San Diego, which is great. Wow. What type of bingo is this? Just another of Arkham's famous bingo therapy programs. Yeah. So they've got the penguin uh, in Arkham here. Um, in a lot of the other incarnations of Batman, he's uh, one of the sane villains, uh, so right. to speak. Uh, would normally be locked up in Blackgate. Uh, any any reason that they've got him in Arkham here, or, or just a matter of convenience to the story? I feel like it's convenient. I mean, he's not. I don't think he he's not cuckoo like others are. He has, uh, it's very, this incarnation of Penguin's really interesting because the Cobblepots um, and the Waynes, they're just like these battling families. And, and poor, uh, the, the Cobblepots lost their, their fortune. And Penguin is just like the anti-Bruce Wayne. You know, he's not attractive. He doesn't really have his riches. Um, he doesn't have a lot going for him. And so when he first came out, he was really just going toward or going after Bruce Wayne rather than Batman. So there's a lot of, like, family history. So it's an interesting uh, dynamic in that way. But, no, I would say that he is um, smarter than than crazy, certainly. Oh, that's that's interesting to bring in the um, the uh, familial connections between the families. That's something I've enjoyed uh, in the recent comic series, um, Gates of Gotham, where Scott Snyder oh, right. and yeah. Kyle Higgins went back to mm-hmm. uh, the early 1900s uh, and, and showed the families uh, having a previous relationship. Part of me actually thinks that this was, uh, like, the directors knew which way the season three was going uh, before they made this, even though they probably started it before season three, because I saw um, the ventriloquist, and even, like, really subtly you could see uh, Dr. Hugo Strange, and he does not uh, get found out or caught till the end of season three. So this must happen, um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to place this timeline, but it, it, it obviously has to happen at the end of season three, it seems. But no Batgirl, unfortunately. Where's the bat wave? So this, this bat wave thing here um, is basically the bat computer that has yeah. some kind of artificial intelligence. And yeah, it warns usually, Batman. Yeah, it, it, it's... It keeps its ear, I guess, to, to any sort of thing that could be happening in the city and the wrongdoing. And it's connected to him, you know, his suit and everything. So there are a couple of times where he's in really tricky situations. And uh, recently when I was watching, he was in, I guess, the Gotham River. I guess that's what you would call it. And uh, he was just knocked out. And so uh, the bat 
Wave could tell that his life his life signs were going down, so it sent out um, his his ship to get him. So. So this was one of the character designs I didn't really like as much, the Joker, just because the dreadlocks and everything. Um, I've, I've certainly gotten used to him, but he's, it's not really my, my favorite character design. I can handle the Penguin because I think he, he generally stays true to form. If I remember correctly, the, the earlier uh, episodes had the Joker looking a little different and they sort of brought in a little bit more of the classic look later on. Uh, I, I remember seeing him in some early clips and thought that doesn't look like Joker at all. Yeah. This version still looks a little weird, but at least he's got the purple jacket and right. Right. And there we have some nice uh, puns being tossed back and forth between Batman and Joker. Right. Lots of things happen in Gotham Cemetery. Batgirl fights the mirror. <laughs> I think Batwoman recently <laughs> went there. I so many things. That's so he's looking for a tombstone with the cross. I mean, right. how many that could basically be all the tombstones in a cemetery. <laughs> Why are there so many dead I Christians? Know. Hello. That's not descriptive at all. One thing I can appreciate about this series, uh, as opposed to um, Batman the Animated Series, especially the earlier ones, the animation is very fluid, so the action scenes are, are, uh, are usually really well done. Um, the old series, as great as it was, uh, could be a little stiff at times. It's not surprising that, you know, uh, Oswald is such a, you know, that he's slightly disturbed uh, or, you know, has traveled down the wrong path, especially with what happened to him so early in his childhood and Penguin Pride and Prejudice number one. It's rather unsettling. 
Jane Austen's Penguin. <laughs> no. Wait, did I say Pride and Prejudice? I meant you Pain did. and Prejudice. Uh, that's, it's, yeah, a mistake that's been made before. So I don't know if you remember, but uh, when they, oh dear, when they first, um, this is something that doesn't normally happen in animation here with the blood and everything. Yeah. But I think it, I mean, obviously, I feel like it's needed, especially due to the uh, the antagonist that we have. Uh, but when they were first at Arkham and said, you know, oh, they've escaped, and then they, 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 uh, showed this weird guy with, he was toothless and kind of deformed and just makes a duh. Did you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. I feel like, do you think they were referencing the Goonies? Have you ever seen the Goonies? <sighs> about to ex- expose uh, some of my failures as a child of the 80s oh, here. I've no. never watched the Goonies. Okay. It just reminds me of the, the guy there. Hey, you guys. Some people may know. Now, speaking of, since we're, you know, doing a vampire thing here, I I really liked Buffy when it was on. I think, I used to watch it with my mom. I didn't get through every season, certainly, because it got kind of too, uh, too, I don't know, graphic, too mature for me, because I was younger when I was watching it. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Underworld series. Um, I have read Twilight, you know, I'm not like a Twilight fan that will scream and everything and they're not the best vampires out there but in general I do I do love a good vampire movie except well yeah I guess Interview with the Vampire as I said I had to turn that off couldn't make it through yeah so that scene we saw just now for some reason um, reminds me of uh, The Grinch Who, Th- Who Stole Christmas Oh. Uh, possibly Penguin's heart is two sizes too small poor Penguin That makes me wonder if Two Face has like a, a two two sided heart or something. <laughs> Instead of four? Oh no. Well, no, like <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. Like half of his heart is like riddled with heart disease, and the yeah. other is like this Olympian's. Yeah, uh, yeah. kind of like uh, Long Halloween that that last cover number thirteen where it, it had like a rotten a rotten side and then a fine side. Yeah. Yeah. I just finished reading that, by the way, listeners, and I, I certain that was the first time I read it, and it was, it was great, kept me guessing, and really threw me for a loop at the end, but like Lost, it does bring up a lot of questions that remain unanswered, but I definitely recommend that. That was a great read. So, at least Batman here doesn't fall for the trick that Batgirl falls for in Batgirl number two when she helps up the mirror. That was frustrating. Absolutely. Although he, uh, he sort of does. He does reach down for the Joker. Um, that actually reminds me of an animated series episode, uh, the Last Laugh, uh, one of the early ones. Batman and Joker are are fighting um, uh, in some kind of industrial plant, uh, and Joker falls over the edge, and he's about to fall into this big uh, molten vat, um, and he uh, he pleads for Batman to help him and. Batman kind of 
fakes like he's not and then then helps him up and a very touching moment between Batman and the Joker a rare touching moment between those two I think that guy needs a new prescription <laughs> so this is I mean they even say blood and and it's funny because in Spider-Man the Animated Series. I don't know if you had seen that. That was also in the 90s. Yeah. Um, but Morbius, you know, he comes out and he only says, like, plasma, you know, plasma. And has these, like, weird hand um, suction cup things and sucks. Yeah. So, because they were obviously dancing around this issue, but they kind of just dive right in here. The uh. benefits of direct-to-video and cable releases. Yeah. This does sort of remind me of Underworld, though, because the whole, like, sleeping, been asleep for a long time and being awakened, and it's going to take multiple feedings to actually get him back to, to full strength and everything. It's a good play there. Oh. <laughs> I'll have you know. Bum bum bum. So previous to this, the only Halloween esque episode they've had in the series uh, was one with Solomon Grundy, um, and Solomon Grundy was was taking revenge on on different uh, people's fortunes and really destroying their houses. But then it turns out that was actually Clayface. But it was it was a fun episode to be sure. Batman loves to stand on the edge of things. And think, you know, it's his best... Yeah, or brood. Think about a case, brood over his parents' death. He really thinks he's dead? I don't know. Or brood over the Joker's death in this case. Well, it's, yeah, in the Batman in the animated series, at least he realized, like, he never really thinks that his foe is dead. He's like, oh, or is he? Something like that. <laughs> I guess he's quick, quick to judge. But this, now remember, this series is really early in his career. And uh, the directors really state, not the directors of this, but the directors of the, the show say that it's about year three maybe. So he's still getting the hang of things. He hasn't learned that you've got to have a body when it comes to supervillains. Right, exactly. Oh dear. That is too bad. Dracula, I hate to say this, but that wasn't really that interesting of a story. Oh. Well, at least it wasn't like a huge, (laughs) uh, really long story. That's just true. Could have been, you know, as a wee lad, I was raised. (laughs) Yeah, that could have been. They're assuming some uh, cultural familiarity with the Dracula legend. Yeah. (gasps) This could be a shipper. 
hair is strong. Gotta love it. Uh, if you were to make a shipper name, would it be Bricky? Oh, I think you gotta go with Bricky. Bricky? Okay. Oh. Oh, no. What's this strange? scene requires. Uh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say this scene requires you to um, accept the fact that Bruce Wayne didn't know what time the sun was going to set. Yeah, I, and I was just about to say that it makes it seem as if just because the sun is down that like Batman needs to be out. But there have been some times in this TV series that it's been daylight, and here he and Batgirl are out fighting Joker. So it's kind of interesting. Oh yeah. Oh, but sweet. That'd be strange. Good old Alfred always trying to fix Wayne up with the ladies. Yeah. That's never safe. Hey, is that Lois Lane? <laughs> Lois Lane or Rachel Dawes? Oh, boy. Oh, it could be. Oh, my. Oh, dear. Oh my. Oh. She's not having a good night. No, not really. The thing about vampires is that if it's true that we're supposed to think that, oh, that like zombies are, are people with uh, like leprosy, you um, what's the, not metonymy, I'm thinking of a good thing here. Mm, like a metaphor for people with leprosy uh, or something like uh-huh. that. Then we're also supposed to take it to 
mean that vampires are like people with venereal diseases. Because, you know, it attacks your bloodstream and... That's... Uh, like that. <laughs> I this never... Uh, I've heard, yeah. I never have heard this before. It is true. But, you know, it's very, like... I don't know. It's just like a very kind of... I, I don't want this to get TVMA, but very, like, central, like, thing. Because it's always, like, neck neck to lip contact. Or this neck is to true. Teeth. Yes. So it's always... I don't know. I always have to wonder about that. I'm not really sure who first came up with the ideas of vampires, though. The classic will always be, for me, you know, Bela Lugosi's um, Dracula, way back when. Those are the best horror movies to watch, not these new-age gore movies that come yeah, out. Yeah, right. Or Human Centipede. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what does not speak of such things? Listeners, do not look that up if you don't no, know. No, please don't. Please save yourself. They really, those vampires really have a lot of self control. Not leaping upon Oswald there. Well, earlier, uh, that guy in the graveyard, Dracula kind of waved him off. Yeah. Um, So rational, Alfred. It's true. It's because of his experience in the um, Royal Air Force. Wink, wink. At least he's smiling. seems a little too excited by those prospects. Oh, bet, yeah. Oh, look, he looks much better. Oh, wow. So why do all the other vampires still look ugly? I have no idea. And it's tough because some vampires, like, lore, um, I mean, those, if you, I guess, get bitten, normally you're just drained and you would die. Um, so that's like one. Uh, if you have to become a vampire, you're normally supposed to bite like the person who bit you. That's an option, but that doesn't seem like they did that here. I guess they're just kind of infected. It is like a disease there, passing yeah. from person to person. Thus, see the venereal disease there's, coming back. There's this this analogy again. It, if it's true, I don't know. 
What Batman is to crime fighting, Alfred is to butlering. It's true. And look, Bruce, someone showed up at your party who looks exactly like Ra's al Ghul. That's true. Look at that. They've even got the little, uh... Vicky Cape could class like... there. Oh, gosh, that's true. I mean, Vicky could be Babs. Little dressy for Babs' taste. So no one finds him creepy? That's what bothers me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, anybody holding their goblet like that has got to be a villain. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> what? Oh, whoa. Uh-oh. That's weird. SL5. Is it like Slaughterhouse 5? Oh, dear. Have you ever read, oh dear, uh, 30 Days of Night? I've heard good things, but I have not read that. Oh my, ooh, he's like garlic. Uh, well, I, I've only seen the movie, but I remember one of the, kind of those strange people, he, he asked for a steak raw. That kind of reminded me of that. Uh-oh. I'll go stand on the edge of something again. Ooh. He's got detective mode. <laughs> oh, dear. He's kind of like Daredevil, where he can see people's hearts like that. Yeah. Where is Dracula watching this from? He's Up in like, the tree? yeah, he's like Edward Cullen. He's he spies on people from trees. Ah. 
That was a Twilight reference. It's okay. <laughs> I know who Edward Cullen is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I figured. Oh, dear. You freaked me out, man. Oh, dear. Oh, wow. Nice imagery there. This guy's feeling weak, but he's not dead. No. Oh, dear. So they what are, are your always, rational theories now, Alfred? Yeah, so they are always using some of the the uh, classic Dracula lore, like the the onions and the not being able to see reflection. Oh, absolutely. But I do wonder how they're able to stay in a cemetery with all of those crosses on the oh dear on the That's tombstones. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Bum bum bum. Oh dear. That's strange. Mm. Ooh, look at that. And to make it more dramatic, Bruce actually writes his letters backwards so that yeah. the reflection spells out the name forward. Now, if Bruce Wayne had ever played uh, Castlevania three, oh. he would have been tipped off to the fact that Alucard um, was related to Dracula. I don't know if with all of his, you know, training and investigating and schmoozing with the, the high society, <laughs> I, I doubt he has has a you chance to You don't think he play. has time to play video <laughs> games? I don't. I don't. I don't think the Batwave... The Batwave doesn't have enough memory to load oh. in a game, I don't think. I was going to say, how bad would that have been if he, like, he did that all for nothing and he turned it around and it didn't make any word? Huh. <laughs> That would have been great. Yeah. So unlike the uh, 60s TV series when uh, Dick and Bruce go down the pole and they automatically come out, they somehow go through their costumes and come out at the bottom with their costumes. When he goes through his little elevator, that doesn't happen. That's a shame. anyone uh, was wondering. Oh. Oh dear. <laughs> Sometimes I wondered if um Dr. Wayne and Dr. Tompkins had an affair. Ooh. I think they've implied that she and Alfred have had their little trysts over the years. Really? So they were just good friends then? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, um, 
I, I think that um, uh, there there was a villain that was trying to um, in in Grant Morrison's Batman Run um, suggest that uh, that Thomas Wayne had been um, quite the philanderer, but it was just a trick. Okay. I can't remember if they brought in oh, Leslie Thompson or not. <laughs> it's always like a hoboish guy. They had this guy, well, a similar guy on uh, Superman. I like Hobo. to think that this is the guy from uh, from Batman Begins who Bruce uh, gives his coat to. Oh, it could be. It could be. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Alfred's got to act like he's a little more used to the fact that Gotham thinks Batman might be a criminal. Yeah, well, the first two seasons, uh, everyone was really against him, especially the first one. Um, but his best friend, Detective Ethan Bennett, like, he, he still wanted to... Uh, believe the best in Batman, but his partner, uh, Ellen Yin, she, no, she was all out for Batman. But then Ethan turns into Clayface, and Ellen decides that Batman's okay, and so they partner up. And then Jim Gordon comes into the picture at the end of season two, and he really makes a turnaround with the police force, and, like, we need to use Batman as an ally for this, and that's when they actually bring up the light. So, for a while, he was really an enemy, but right now, he should be uh, more positively thought of. But obviously, Vicky, I don't know what she's doing. She didn't get the memo. No. Jumping to conclusions. Quis custodies, ipsos custodiet, who watches the Watchmen? Oh dear. Where's the gooper ring when you need it? <laughs> Alfred's culinary skills helping to modify the bat weaponry is a yes. nice touch. <laughs> what are the um the kids called in Peter Pan? The Lost Boys. Oh, okay, okay. So here, even in the uh, Batman versus Dracula, we've got the influence of Frank Miller uh, as a SWAT team comes <laughs> after Batman. Uh, oh, gosh. As popularized in Batman Year One, of course. Of course, of course. Let's see if he saves a kitty. It's such like a light touch, but I really love the... You can really feel the fall, I think, in this movie. Just with the trees that are really bare and the orange leaves on the ground. When you see the graveyard, I I like that. Yeah, it looks good. Wow, this really is like Batman Year One. He went into an abandoned building. Yep. Oh my, if there's a cat...
Mask of the Phantasm also kind of co-opted that uh, scene from year one. Wow. Oh, and see, I don't think this is only him in here. No. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Now, that's a lot like what happens in Batman Begins, uh, only... Oh, right, yeah. It's Batman who swings down and not Dracula. I like how they both have, like, similar body, um, I don't know, language may not be the same, the right word, but, but just yeah. wrapping themselves with their, with their cape, and then the animation on the, the cape where it just kind of billows out like this, yeah, it's got a nice little train, it kind of puts them, uh, very similar characters. Red versus blue. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, dear. Unfortunate. Well, he's wasteful. Seriously. Alfred spent a lot of time garlicking <laughs> up those batarangs. Uh, uh. Wow. I feel like his nose should at the very least be bleeding. Getting your head smashed on pavement? Yeah. That's pretty weird. Not only is he aping Rachel Ghoul's look, but he's also begging Batman to join him. It does seem familiar. Now all we need is for Talia to come out and call him my beloved. 
Time to go. If he were Edward, he'd sparkle. Oh, he's burning. Uh. Oh, my. Wow. That's a comforting thought. How does he even get home? Looks like a boxer. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. When the Waynes went to see the famous film, The Cloaked Rider. <laughs> Here, I thought it was the mask of Zorro. <laughs> I think it, like, changes everything, though. The Pearls. Another Frank Millerism. This also happened in Batman Year One, kind of. That's creepy. I wonder if the world would be a better place if Batman were a vampire. Hmm. I mean, he would probably not have as much of a um, moral quandary concerning killing villains, so he would probably just take them out and then you wouldn't have to deal with them anymore. All he'd be doing is turning them into vampires, though. That's true. So he would have to... Yeah, that is true. Who dat? Uh-oh, I know who it is. Indeed. <gasps> you mean he didn't die? Bum bum bum! I wonder if Invisalign would help him with his... His, his, uh... He obviously needs a lot of work. Something like that. Too many cigarettes. Very yellow. Oh, dear. How does his monocle not fall? Does he have that glue to his head? Like I think it's been glue. surgically implanted. Oh my gosh. 
Because when he was at Arkham, I wondered why they did not review that, uh, remove it, because it could definitely be <laughs> right. used as yeah. a uh, weapon. Wakey, wakey. Oh, dear. I feel like his blood may be tainted, but okay. Well, surely Joker's dead now. Don't call me Shirley. I'm joking. <laughs> it kind of looks like her, though. There's no need for Oracle in a world with the bat wave. Oh, oh, dear. Oh, my. So, apparently, this is, that was actually one of the strange things. You'll see at the end. But just that these teeth all of a sudden grow into fangs. That's part of it. Part of their uh, disease. I have to give credit to Joker. Basically, the, the most sadistic murderer in Gotham oh, gets turned into a vampire, and he really goes about his thirst for blood in a pretty humane way. He goes to a blood bank. Like, that he's not true. out there killing people. He's just, uh, except for that, uh, you know, girl at the desk there. Yeah. reminds me of a scene from Arkham Asylum where those creepy things come after you and they like hop on you if you don't take them out really quickly yes that's why I can't play those sorts of games at night oh my gosh <laughs> when <laughs> when I played that part where you walk down into the morgue and scarecrow stuff starts going on yeah that was a tense moment <laughs> Surround sound did not make it any uh, any better. It's weird how they retain their, I don't know, maybe it's just him, but that they retain their personality. Maybe his is just so strong that, that nothing could really override it. Because everyone else is really, like, zombified. Yeah, yeah, Joker actually still has some... Uh, right. Oh, dear. Recently, I mean, maybe having this amount of strength is new for Joker, but recently in Season 3, he actually, like, hit himself up with some venom uh, from Bane. So, he has had experience with being stronger than bats. It's kind of disturbing, but okay. I think that's why that's why this is very um, green, like it's yeah. very tinted. Because I think if it were outright like colors as they should be, that first scene when he's like downing a gallon of blood would be even more disturbing. And all of this, like it's just like a very different, yeah. Wow. I, I have to I have to think there were some uh, parents who bought this DVD for their for their <laughs> kids of this Saturday morning cartoon so. and uh, yeah. popped it in, and all of a sudden. Yeah. Blood is raining down onto Joker. Yeah. Uh, it had to be a little disturbed. That is, yeah, I would say so. This is like Carrie or something. Wow. Oh, 
was it garlic or just uh bowl oh. Ooh. Bump. <laughs> okay because that's the wisest person to choose is your you couldn't have taken the security cop wow <laughs> I feel like this is not a good idea. Right, yeah, we're just gonna bring Joker back to the Batcave in vampire form. Arkham Asylum can't hold him, but this cage, of course, will. So apparently, oh, I don't know. I was going to say, is this like he is an addict and he this is going to be his withdrawal period and he's going to be yelling the entire time? Yeah, I think, I think it is like that. I can't help but think if Twilight had come out around this time that, like, I, I would certainly hope that they would, like, take a stab at it. Like, they would... They would do something that would make fun of it in in a way. Missing. Wow, this is like the Watchmen where you... Yeah, look at this. Yeah. Now in Buffy... Oh dear, that's sketchy. Um, you, the vampires wouldn't. Oh my. Whoops, that was your mistake. Yeah, that for was being a uh, good citizen. <laughs> if those parents weren't upset about the blood bank scene, they are. Uh, they're hitting. They're hitting right stop there. on the DVD right now. Oh my gosh. Um, Joker, ABC. Ah, uh, oh Buffy, Buffy. If you, yeah. uh, you have to invite the vampire in first. But I don't uh. know if that's true for all for all vampires. So I, I like here that we get to see Batman sort of working as a scientist, and they, they earlier kind of threw in the connection to Thomas Wayne having been a doctor. Right, um, yeah. I feel like that's often an aspect of Batman's character that gets overlooked. Right. Like in the recent in the recent films, one thing that I feel like has been lacking, um, and the films is in live action, uh, really his ability to be such a great detective, and that was something I really hoped, um, or I, I suppose I hope we will see in this final one of the trilogy. Yeah. Oh my. He does. He does do that thing in The Dark Knight where he he tries to reconstruct the fingerprints from those bullets. Uh, that's, that's a little detective like. Yeah. But but you're right. Yeah. He's he's more of just a a fighter and not so much a yeah. detective. We do see him displaying a competent application of the scientific method, though. So something redeeming for the kids. Right.
chipper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've got to use that line somewhere. <laughs> oh, Vicky. There he is. The withdrawal. How are they going to keep that down? Tell her I'm trying to cure Joker of vampirism. Oh boy. Garlic right there. I do care. Wow, I don't even know. Oh my. Oh dear. This could... I wonder if this is a um, a reference to Dracula because his, like, little henchman talks about flies and, like, eats, eats spiders and things. Yeah, I don't know what, what he's, he's gaining from eating that bug. Fiber? Protein? Oh, okay. Maybe? I don't know. Was that a cross as a pendulum? It was. Okay. I had to think about that for a second. That's pretty exciting. They've uh, definitely been hard at work. uh, Whoa. Manor. I don't know about this. Whoa. This really is like a drug addict. Slow motion matrix style. Batman has compassion after all. You complete me. So that's where Christopher Nolan got the line. I guess it could be. It's a Batman Joker shipper. (laughs) It is. Which was furthered in Flashpoint, whatever that one that, was called. Batman: Night of Vengeance. Yeah, it was exactly. actually one of the one of the good uh, one of the good comics. Yay! She left.
I think this movie really does at least show how hard it is for Bruce to, you know, be Bruce. Um, and it's, yeah. Will he ever have a normal life? But given the choice, do you think he would ever choose to not be Batman? I don't think so. So apparently, when you get rid of your venereal disease, you are a born-again virgin. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's how we connect it. Right there. This analogy needs to end now. <laughs> Walk like a man. Talk like a man. Oh, dear. Why put yourself in this situation, Vicky? You need to fix your hair. You have a cowlick. I do appreciate that Vicky has more than just one outfit, though, because Bruce only wears that one blue shirt without a tie and the jacket, so. This is true. For five seasons, that's all he wears, so. In one movie, they splurged and designed more things for her. Well, you know, it's a movie, bigger budget. This is creepy. Stranger danger. Oh, dear. Yeah. It's time to pull out the rape whistle, Vicky. I would say so, yeah. But he's going to appear. Oh, that is sketch right there. And... Those are huge bullets. Those are huge bullets, indeed. I feel like I don't know Like he couldn't talk While that machine Was spitting out Those capsules Yeah Now he's gonna feel awful Wow He should put, like, a metal collar around his neck, too. Yeah, that would be perfect. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <sighs> he should have answered it. Oh dear. 
Oh my. I don't remember that happening, but okay. <laughs> In Bruce's nightmares. I know. Oh. <laughs> Rachel Ghoul. I mean, Alucard. Is Alfred actually trying to stall him from going to rescue Vicky? I guess. I don't even know. So did they make a uh, vampire hunter, the Batman action figure? Because this movie just gave them the perfect opportunity. Oh. Yeah. Blood wedding, wow. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, here's our sympathetic Dracula moment. He just misses his wife. And it's kind of like the mummy. The mummy returns, I guess it would have been. Like each of, yeah. I mean, I don't feel as... Oh, there we go. It's not It's not exactly a... Uh, it doesn't exactly have the power of the Victor Freeze, Nora... Um, situation, but uh, but they're trying. Yeah, yeah. I think it's always good to have... Oh, they do have some PVCs that came with the DVD. Just of vam- FYI. Vampire Hunter Batman? Well, no. Just the Batman and then Dracula. Ah. So nothing... Well, you'd think that Bruce knew all underground entrances. <laughs> Since in the comics, it seems like he has at least ten different bat caves. Yeah, he's, he built them throughout the city. Oh, my. This is like something out of The Legend of Zelda. Where's the ocarina? Yeah, I think it's it's normal now to have a somewhat sympathetic anti-hero, well, antagonist. In the, but I think they do a good job to... Like, you don't really feel too sorry for Dracula. No. You know, he's a bad guy. 
Oh, there's that woman. There's Lois Lane slash. Oh, yes. Yeah. Rachel Dawes. Rachel Dawes. He's able to save her in this movie. But it's hard to tell. Is it Rachel Dawes, uh, Katie Holmes, or Rachel Dawes... Wow, that guy looked like... Or Rachel Dawes, um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. The great part about animation is we don't have to choose. <laughs> okay. I like this uh, bat uh, fighting here. This is uh, kind of like... Um, Kind of like Arkham Asylum, Arkham City. He's uh, sort of oh, straight up, yeah, surrounded by the bad guys, just sort of bouncing between them. I mean, his combo's got to be up in the twenties. Oh already. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's getting a PS3 trophy for this. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh, there's that girl. Oh no! I think. Oh wow, that's. Beep. That guy almost looks like Jim Gordon. Wow. Did it have to be his forehead? There you go. I like how it matches, like, exact. Like, he had to have his bat symbol. Oh, yeah. Still visible. Where am I? That guy's not going to be happy to find out Alfred fired him from, from that waiter job. It's true. Back in Ganondorf's palace. Vicky! The penguin looks a little too excited by the, this whole thing. I feel at some point, like, he would just be gotten rid of. It, it seems like Dracula's really held on to him for a long time. <laughs> oh, whoa, this is... Oh, yeah, okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. Use your willpower. This is like Spellbinder from Batman Beyond. Oh, noes. Red, white, green, white. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, and it's wasted. I think that's what most uh, women want. She's decomposing. (sighs) They want blood for a wedding gift? A corpse. Oh, a corpse. I mean, that's my standard. But, you know. Well, you know, when Angelina Jolie was married to Billy Bob Thornton, they carried a vial of each other's blood around on their neck. This is true. (laughs) (laughs) So, don't be so harsh or quick to judge. Is he going to grab it like Damien? Oh. And crash it. Ah, some humans can resist your will, Dracula. Uh Uh-oh. Vicky. 
Pac-Man will, uh-oh. So this is it, I guess, the climax. This is the final showdown. Uh-oh. I don't think he can run as fast as her, but okay. I like how they're setting up the nice secondary fight between Penguin and Vicky Vale. They could work out. She goes to the MMA gym where I go, so I know she, oh, can, well, okay. she can handle herself. Yeah, she ought to be able to take Penguin. <laughs> oh, dear. One of the pitfalls of having a cape. At least Dracula's playing fair. He's got a cape, too. Yeah, again, I have to say the fight scenes are very good. Trying to stay positive here about this thing. That's that's good to hear. Yeah, I think that DC like animation has only gone up in fight scenes, and there are just some choreographed fight scenes in some of the movies that just astound me. Um, I know in... Superman, Batman, Apocalypse, there's just this one scene with Wonder Woman that, oh man, my jaw just drops all the time. So they're just, they've really gotten so good at animation and plotting things out. I wonder if Batman's going to have to break his rule, you know, the no-killing rule. But but it doesn't really count as killing if they're undead. He's already established that Dracula's a monster, so... Okay. I think he's got his, his uh, moral qualms uh, already worked out.
Oh dear. This seems like not a good uh, idea here. First bringing Joker into the cave, now he's gonna bring Dracula. Now brings Dracula. Oh. Oh no, that's a new car. Oh. oh. He just redesigned it in season three, so that's that's unfortunate. Most Batmobiles don't last too long. That's true. It was a really like sentimental moment when the first one was destroyed and he was like, It's time to move on. It was very oh. like he yeah. Okay, Vicky. I don't even know what to say about that, but okay. Normally he has this entourage of two like weird um and I'm trying to think of they're like the Kuboki Kuboki twins. Let me think about what they're actually mm. called. The treasure. Oh boy. He's not even interested in it. that's kind of strange. The Kabuki twins. There we go. Oh, but they are not to be seen here. Oh, wow. I think you may need more than one. Oh, dear. Ah, uh, there goes Alfred's chance to save the day. Let's see your VD analogy explain this one. Oh, gosh. Um, the origin of the disease would be, would it be a, a stronger strain than the one, because each time it's like disseminated, it would get weaker and weaker and a different, so the original would be, I think, the strongest. Does I hope we don't have like, any doctors listening. Oh, my God. <laughs> kind of like that movie Outbreak, where the monkey, they had to find the original monkey in order to fix everything. Because the strain had already, like, changed and everything. Oh, dear. This is not good. Ah, uh, here we go. What would happen if Superman became a vampire? Would sunlight hurt him? If what? Superman became a vampire. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just remember that Superman was a Russian once. I remember that Elseworlds very Superman, well. Superman, Red Sun. Yes. But I don't, yeah. yeah there's don't a nice think... trophy for the Batcave. Oh, Dracula's skull. I don't think he'd be able to, though, because wouldn't the fangs, like, break on the neck? Yeah. If we think about this. Oh, dear. Wait, how does he have that power? Oh. Okay. Money! Look at that. Wow. 
Oh, <gasps> that is a momentous it's occasion. It's not right attached. <laughs> His monocle fell off. You know the penguin was shocked if he actually got that monocle to fall off because. Oh wow! Oh, is that Fabio that right there? Oh. Is she scanning to see if Bruce is there? Is he there? Don't let her down, Bruce. Oh, she's. Oh, this is really sad. Oh, come on. Oh. Really? Why can't it be Bruce? Does she know something? It's like the end of Batman 89. Now he's got a reason to go to Arkham. Yeah, that's true. Is the news. Who's this guy, Jack Ryder? She doesn't want to get to send to Arkham alone with a penguin. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, because it's true because no one would uh validate her story since they all lose their memory once they got rid of their disease. So it'd be only her penguin, Alfred, and Bruce. Uh, you know Bruce isn't saying anything. Oh, of course not. Oh, man. The end. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. Well, I I guess I'm just a little disappointed there's not, like, any wrap-up with um, Vicky and Bruce. Uh, And I can't remember if she pops into the series. I've yet to, like, I've ordered season four, so that'll refresh my memory. But that's, that's a big Robin season. But I don't know. It just seems like that was really left... Um, open, but yeah, they they totally dropped that. I mean, it certainly seemed like they were setting up for something later on. Um, well, so yeah, what are your thoughts? What yeah, are your thoughts so on this? I have to say, um, it was there were some there were some high points. Um, I mentioned several times that the animation was very good, the fight scenes very well choreographed and executed. Um, I also liked um, that they did a good job, uh, sort of introducing some of the classic Batman elements. Um, there's the whole thing with him and Vicky and how being Batman prevents him from having a normal relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they had Batman doing detective work and science experiments and, uh, and those kinds of things. So, so I think it, it gives a, a good picture of who Batman is. Um, I would say, though, I felt like the movie didn't really have a clear picture of who its audience was supposed to be. Um, the plot was very simplistic. Um, I wouldn't say it was written particularly well, uh, which, you know, so in that sense, it feels kind of like it's still a kid's cartoon, yet a lot of the things that happened were very, uh, you know, graphic and, and scary. So it's kind of like, you know, it's a, it's a plot written on a children's level, but yet there are these, you know, elements that uh, wouldn't really be appropriate for young children. Um, so I, I, I think from that standpoint, it, uh, it doesn't really work, you know. So I'll, I'll hold true to my initial reservations about the series, though, though I, was, I was pleased it wasn't, it wasn't all bad. Okay, that's good. So if you were to give it a grade, what do you think it would be? Um, I guess like a, a letter grade. As a letter grade? School. Yeah. Uh, 
I would say it's a C minus. Okay. <laughs> a C minus. Wow. Okay. Um, average reviewers when this came out uh, gave it a B minus just to give an idea on uh, <laughs> on grades. So obviously below the average. Uh, I certainly agree with a lot of your points. Um, and especially with, you can really tell that this is a more mature movie. And like I said, if that whole blood bank scene was not tinted green, I think it would have been even more disturbing than it already was. Um, I do wonder about, and you said, yeah, the plot was pretty simplistic, and I think going along with that, uh, you almost wonder what Dracula's main goal um, was originally, because um, was it just to take over, and, you know, he wanted to learn about this Batman and everything and have, like, this army of the undead, and then all of a sudden, in, like, the last quarter of the movie, he decides that he wants to resurrect his dead wife, and it seems like this shift in goal seems a little haphazard, and it just came all of a sudden. So I do I do wonder about that. I do think that they really did a nice job with, as you said, um, really the big themes that we see surrounding Bruce and his double identity as Batman and then just some things that, you know, the animated series, I, and I think even BTAS, for that matter, didn't really have as much time to, to go into, you know, detectiving, if that's a word, probably not, you know, using some other skills, how hard it is really to have this role. I think that movies give the opportunity to really go uh, more in-depth in that. And, of course, I, I really liked Vicki Vale. I liked the character of Vicki Vale. You know, I love shippers. But, you know, um, it, it was sad, like I said at the end. It kind of left it open-ended, and, I mean, I guess they could potentially be making way for more to happen with her, but I feel like there should have been some sort of resolution, even if Bruce you know, said, I'm sorry, Vicky, you know, my life is too crazy right now. I can't really have a relationship with you. But it would have been nice at least to not have Batman at the end, but perhaps, you know, have Bruce come and see her. But I guess that's the theme of the whole movie is that Batman's really the, the more powerful um, identity of the Bruce-Batman duo there. So grade wise uh, I, I feel like I would give it a B. I mean, I thought it was enjoyable. Um, I, th- I think there are a lot of plus. I-, I thought it was entertaining. I mean, obviously, it's not like grade A material. There are some <laughs> some cons that go around with it. But I think, you know, it was fun. I, I would give it a B. Well, do you have any other any other thoughts? Would you recommend this to somebody to watch? I can't say I would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... So- there's the, the, a big part of, of that is just there's there's so much else out there um, yeah. featuring Batman that that is really good. Um, you know, obviously the uh, the animated series, um, the the direct to video uh, movies that are coming out now. Um, Batman Year One uh, was excellent. Um, I really liked uh, Under the Red Hood. Um, so I, I feel like the the Batman animated options, um, the the Brave and the Bold is a is a it's a kids show, but it's it's really fun, has a lot of humor that adults can appreciate. So I feel like the Batman animated world is so loaded with uh, with quality offerings that um, yeah, I would tell people don't don't bother with this don't one. Don't do it. So he says, don't waste your time with it. I say. 
you <laughs> what do I say? Well, number one, if you're a fan of the Batman, like the actual uh, series, you don't need to watch this in order uh, to ha- be a completist. Um, you know, it doesn't really pull in much of anything. Uh, it's very, I think, obliquely related to the series. Uh, you do see the new car, and like I said, you see villains from season three, so obviously that's the time period, but, you know, there's no back row or anything. But, you know, if you're a big fan and you want to and you wanna watch it, I think you may enjoy it, but I think you should probably be older than seven. I don't know <laughs> if I were to throw out a number there because it, it was, you know, slightly disturbing. And, of course, if you're a, a, a vampire fan, um, I think that would be... Maybe you would enjoy it. But I guess I should also say I do like the nods to different, like, cultural things. I don't know if the Goonies, if they were really looking to pull that in, or all of those, like, motifs that really looked familiar to those of us that have seen and read Batman Year One. But I thought those were those were cool nods. So I guess that's up to you. You know, I guess this commentary could potentially be unheard if they go with your recommendation. Well, okay, yes. <laughs> Watch it for the commentary. And that's it. Okay. I guess we'll see. Well, you know, before we leave, you know, this I, I this is the first time that you're you've been on the show, obviously. Now, the DC New Fifty Two has come out. Um, I always like to do some sort of recommendation. I usually do like a literature recommendation, but I've really shifted this year to comics. So of the DC New Fifty Two, which books uh would you recommend for, you know, people reading to get a, a different a different voice other than my own. Uh, yeah, well, so uh, absolutely um, would recommend uh, what the stuff Scott Snyder is doing on Batman. Uh, the two, two issues have come out so far. Uh, it, they've been absolutely spectacular. I think anybody could uh, pick up that book starting with issue one who has any kind of familiarity with Batman, whether it's from the movies or the animated series. Uh, you could pick that book up and... Um, and enjoy it. Um, I, I think it's 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 really well done. Um, I, I also uh, have liked what uh, Grant Morrison's been doing with uh, Superman in action comics. Um, he's he's taken it back to uh, sort of a golden age Superman feel, where um, uh, Superman's just kind of this um, this guy who he's sort of running around Metropolis. He doesn't really have uh, have a a plan or, or, um, he's, he's not as well-defined as a hero and he's just going out there and, um, helping people that are in trouble. So he's, he's going out there and beating up these, um, uh, corrupt businessmen and abusive husbands and, um, and in turn really, uh, kind of, um, riling the, the establishment, uh, in, uh, in the city, uh, represented by, um, the U.S. military, who, who have Lex Luthor brought in as a consultant. Um, so, so as far as, as, as the traditional superhero books go, uh, DC's uh, the top two characters, I can't really recommend any of their other books. Uh, they haven't been too great. But, but Batman and Superman in their main books, which for Batman is Batman, for Superman it's, it's action comics, um, definitely can't be missed. Um, if I can throw in a few others, um, I'd say that Supergirl um, has been a really pleasant surprise. I think that you've also enjoyed that one. Oh, yes, very much. Um, it's, I, I think the, the character is done really well. Um, and I'm also excited to see that there is a, um, a good female character being written uh, in, in DC Comics. Uh, and then out, outside of the um, 
traditional superhero path. Um, I've really enjoyed... Lifter? Uh, uh, no. Drifter. <laughs> Drifter issue one, I literally fell asleep in the middle of it. And um, I will be doing my best to recoup my $3 on eBay because that was an absolute waste. Uh, no, I was going to say um, uh, Demon Knights and Animal Man. Demon Knights, it takes place in the Middle Ages and is written by Paul Cornell. And it's, it's sort of a... Um, a, a history of the supernatural and magical realm of the DCU, and um, it's uh, it's got it's got a lot, of, a lot of classic characters. Um, Etrigan, Vandal Savage, and a few others um, are are on this uh, sort of uh, loosely uh, associated team. Uh, it's it's very witty, very humorous. Um, the the characters are, are very well done, uh, and then Animal Man, which. Um, is is not a character I've read much uh, of before, but I decided to take a chance on the new series, and, and it's been really good. It's um, it's a it's a very um, dark kind of uh, horror oriented uh, take, uh, but uh, but I've been impressed, and, and the, the the art in that has been uh, tremendous as well. Very nice. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, books that. Well, now that I'm on the Batman Universe.net, I, I'm basically reading all of these Bat books. And I do have to say as a caveat, you know, especially since this connects very nicely with the movie we just watched, a lot of these new 52 books are uber-violent in my opinion. Uh, I feel like more violence um, is coming out of these books than normal, that I'm normally used to with comics. But Batwing is actually a really pleasant surprise. Birds of Prey, I'm actually really digging. And if you guys remember, man, I thought, oh, this is not going to be good. But it's actually, I feel like it's a good book. Batman, definitely second that. Um, I would avoid Catwoman and Red Hood and The Outsiders at all costs. At all costs, avoid those books. And why is that? (laughs) I don't even want to go into why. If you want to know why, you should listen to the Batman Universe comics. It's it's well publicized throughout the internet why those are terrible comics. Maybe, yeah, that'd be best. We don't need to sully uh, your podcast here. Yeah, uh, please, yeah, lock lock in your children, lock your windows, turn off the light. Yeah, just don't, don't, don't bring them into that. Nightwing, it's okay, but it's getting better. I'm trying to think of if there are any. Dark Knight is getting better, but I'm still not, like, really impressed with it. Batwoman is actually pretty solid right now. And Batman and Robin is actually really good as well. So there are a lot of great happenings going on there. Definitely second Supergirl. Hawkman, I know it's getting a bad rap on the internet, but I actually uh, generally enjoyed it. And Aquaman, which the first issue is so kind of strange when you think about it, him going to a fish restaurant and and trying to get his reputation back, but it's really fun. So there are a lot of great books out there. I know that September was a rough month and, you know, friendships were put to the test and you were wondering if you'd ever survive. But there are some good things out there, but there are also a lot of bad things. So just kind of watch watch what you buy, I would say. But, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. I know that, wow, it's really hard to leave the brown paper box at the corner of Emmett. But, you know, I appreciate you really taking the time out of your your busy schedule panhandling to come on and talk about this, which, you know, was better, I think, a little bit better maybe than you expected, but still kind of the same area of what you thought it would be. 
Yeah, well, well, thanks for, for having me. Um, I suppose it, it's time for me to return to the cold streets of <laughs> Charlottesville, is, yeah. Virginia. But, um, but yes, appreciate you taking me in for a, a brief uh, hour and a half here and uh, allowing me to comment on this uh, Halloween classic. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it'll be a classic. Yeah, next year we'll have to do, I don't know, what sort of strange movie. Maybe we can do... Um, and, you know, this reminds me, it, to have a little ADD moment and kind of go off track here. Have you ever seen Little Shop of Horrors? I have not. Okay, but do you know the premise of Little yeah. Shop? Okay, so, you know, this plant, and then it gets kind of a taste of, of blood, and it never goes back. Well, my hamster bit me at one point and really drew in deep and got some blood, I believe. And I am really uber scared now that I now have a feral hamster. So if just one day, you know, or one month the podcast doesn't come out, it's because I've probably been killed by my hamster. But um, <laughs> you every, don't even every, know how to reply to that. Every every day I don't see a an update on uh, Batgirl to Oracle.net. I'm going yeah, to assume concerned. that you have died of rabies. That, <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah. My father actually wondered if I had it looked at. I was like, oh, no, it's healing fine. It'll be okay. But I don't know what will happen. Can you give us any information of where we can, I guess, reach you or follow your comics or if you tweet or blog or things like that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, as I mentioned before, you can find my reviews on comicsbulletin.com. And also um, I can be reached on Twitter at Chris, C-H-R-I-S underscore Kaiser, K-I-S-E-R. Uh, where I um, post links to my reviews as well as um, other random thoughts about comics that uh, come to me during the day. So, yeah, I would, would love to uh, have anybody out there who's interested uh, to uh, check me out, follow me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I, I will just hold in all sorts of comments about grading and what some other authors on Comics Bulletin do. But you are I would say that you give really in-depth uh, thoughts and you certainly back up the ratings and why you give ratings so I well thank you yeah no problem well thanks again for coming on listeners i hope you enjoyed it even if you didn't enjoy the movie i hope you enjoyed a lesson and um always you know wear protection i think that's really the the lesson that can be learned from this particular uh-huh. this this is the weirdest episode of G.I. Joe ever. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, but, yeah, stay tuned. Um, in November, I'll be reviewing Batman Family number 9 and 10, both in 1977. And uh, Batgirl number 2, Birds of Prey number 2, and Huntress number 2. So should be a jam-packed episode. But until next time, fly on, Babs lovers. Oh,